1: We're back. Hello, how's it going, guys?
2: <laughs> wow, Hi Dave. Hi
1: Dave. that was all. <laughs> that's
0: all I have. It's just hello. That's it's how the I, end
1: of a long day, friends.
0: That's how I greet my cats every day when I come home. Hello, <laughs>
1: um, hello and baby. we have a special guest with us today.
2: Wait, who are we first? Because uh, we
1: are already introduced ourselves. We already introduced ourselves in the intro on okay. da- the intro. Dave, there's Dave's father. over there. He's not on the intro. But I
0: don't you know, need to. I'm he's here. Dave is the man behind the curtain, like the Great Oz, yeah, the Great and
1: Terrible.
2: Thank you. Oh. You're welcome. Finally, recognition know, for I what terrible i
1: terrible in the classic sense of the word, as in great Inspires and big terror.
0: No. Like
2: terrible lizard.
1: Like, Ale- terribly wonderful. N- Ivan the Terrible. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, I don't think you're making it better, course. That's the <laughs>
2: reputation I'm going for.
1: Anyway, moving on. <laughs> we have a guest. We have a guest. Our first guest. Susie. Hello. Hello. I'm here. Susie Cook, a classmate of ours. It's me. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, Susie, is it true that you're also
3: a future OBGYN? Oh, it is so true. Yay. Yay. And I'm so very excited. Yep. Um, I'm also a little nervous right now. This is my first podcasting experience. Well, ever. you're doing a great job. I'm glad that you're losing so. your podcasting virginity Ugh. with us, <laughs> only to you two.
1: I mean, good on like. the vagabonds yeah that's, that's
0: how that works um well from my experience the less prepared you are the better so <laughs> okay. i don't know if as our <laughs> as our
1: audience probably <laughs> as the tell. last 12
3: <laughs> episodes have shown you
0: yeah
1: <laughs> so well it's
3: fine Corbin uh was coaching me not good drinking beer though so yeah that's perfect yeah we had a bar yeah we probably spent five minutes talking about the podcast and the other 55 minutes talking about
1: (laughs) our lives that's (laughs) (laughs) right gossiping about ourselves uh, yes (laughs) uh anyway yes so we're here we are. Yeah. Well, and Katie and I want to do this thing, a reoccurring segment, if you will, <laughs> for when we have guests on the podcast. So I have, a, I would like to say that, I mean, I don't want to set crazy. you up. I don't want to set the bar to have very high expectations because oh, yeah. I might turn out to be really bad at this. But, but either I, way,
0: it's going to be so Either
1: great. way, it's going to oh be great. Gosh, the so suspense. I, everyone has like a super secret talent, oh, you know? Oh, God and i (laughs) believe that i have one (laughs) and it's only one you can only take out you know it's one you can only use at parties like it's not a real talent you can't monetize it unless you work at the iowa state fair which is the greatest state fair in the country but currently going on right now but um so my talent is guessing people's high school slash middle school okay band instrument susie were you in the band in high school slash middle school oh baby i was oh Oh, yeah yeah. okay so i'm gonna guess
0: (laughs) (laughs) what do you think she
3: played susie i don't don't know if you're gonna get this don't you can't
0: give her (laughs)
1: anything oh now i
3: have a hint (laughs) no 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 it's not a hint
1: okay i do want to ask though is it a standard band instrument oh for sure standard okay i'm gonna guess the flute
3: See this is what I thought Everyone always guesses That I played Oh the I would not Can I guess too Yeah I'm not I don't claim to be A pro like Corbin does <laughs> But I'm gonna guess French horn Oh guys I was a clarinet
0: God uh, damn it
1: That was my second choice yep. you were Everyone
3: always guesses Flute though I think it's I would Maybe not, my fair See complexion. as as a flute I
1: think it is Your fair complexion yeah. What Okay as a flute And I'm i would so not, dainty mm, yeah. Agile
3: Okay not saying
0: That I'm you're not, not. Dainty and <laughs> agile But as a flute You are not You're a flute. definitely Dainty and agile <laughs> As a flute, you are not a flute, though. No, no offense. My son plays the
2: clarinet. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to decide and... if you have uh, if you have congruent <laughs> personalities or whatever.
1: Um, Gosh, well, I missed the first one, tell. and I'm very disappointed in myself. <laughs> Sorry, wow, cars. we should have
3: rehearsed it so that no. no, that's not the point. I know. The point but, is, like, you could set yourself
1: up. It'd be up. great if she got it wrong yeah.
3: every time. I would like
1: love that. <laughs> at this point, it would be pretty funny if I got every single one wrong.
2: What if you What if you asked the question after having put her through the Minnesota Multiphasic Personality Inventory? Would that help at all?
1: Uh huh. Mm, no, it's just a vibe you get from people. <laughs> <laughs> it's from being a band person but you know you just get a vibe from other did
3: you get a i was in band vibe though
1: yeah i, yeah. I feel like yeah. most people
3: so in middle school were in band i though.
1: also feel right. like a <laughs> lot of people from the midwest are yeah people were in band, band. That's, band. that's true so, yeah. i don't know it's like it's pretty common to be in band
3: my father told me that if i was in band i would be better at everything else that's true and while that <laughs> sure it may be true who knows who knows if i might have been worse at everything. Do you have a twin um, sister
2: who wasn't in band?
3: No. Well, terrible. That's... Terrible so study. So it's candidates. not really a great yeah. study. I'm not yeah. impressed. <laughs> but um I was really bad at
1: band. <laughs> so that doesn't really Maybe yeah, that's that why wasn't... it'll you were good make you good at everything, 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 but, yeah. Band. Yeah. <laughs> good everything but band. Yeah. It'll make you good at everything but band.
2: That was not you know. part of the deal. Well, okay, yeah.
0: probably cuz you play the clarinet though. The clarinet is the worst. And this is for you, Whoa. Madeline. It is the worst. Maddie played the clarinet, and I oh, love giving well, her crap about it. Okay. What did you play? <laughs> I already told you. The flute. French. Oh, I didn't even hear. You. Actually, I, said, I feel like I
3: knew that from. I first
0: said year. as a flute myself. A flautist. I'm is a flautist.
1: I even say both of those instruments. Suck.
0: Uh, fluty tootie. Okay. Right, Corbin, well, what did you play? Corbin is were you percussion? a percussion. No. Were you oh, trumpet. Let's see. Nope. No. You use saxophone.
1: Yep. Yeah. Corbin is a band. Alto elitist. Over did you here.
3: start off on the clarinet
1: no Ooh, i refused my dad <laughs> suggested that, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah i think so
0: because it's oh. really easy to
1: transit i mean you play them essentially like, hey, the same way.
0: i you know what else is easy to transition is from flute to tenor sax because i played tenor sax too because oh, really? the fingerings are the same wow. just like down instead yeah. of up i played
1: the alto sax yeah Fancy, what yeah so Flutes well i can't believe i got that wrong i'm very disappointed <laughs> in myself but next time i seriously had a moment though where i was like oh maybe she did the clarinet and yeah. then i was just like no i'm just gonna go flute as my first instinct mm.
0: that's why i said
3: oh do you think it has to do with her hair
0: out. now do you think if her hair was longer that it, you wouldn't think so
1: maybe
3: you think this short hair
0: um, tells you flute
1: yeah maybe you know, like um uh, all the Podcaster listeners at home, Susie has short hair. <laughs> well,
0: I assume that we'll take a picture of us and then post it on I think we should do that with all I of our You used to have long, long,
2: long, flowing locks. Beautiful, blonde locks. And you, and you cut blocks. them off for the uh For the, for children. the children. Stead That's Family it. Children's Hospital.
3: I did back in March. Challenge. And I was bald and it was cold. And it was
2: a good look for you, I have to say. <laughs> Thank you very much. I have to say.
3: <laughs> it was hard. But now I have weird short hair. No, it's not. No, it's super cute. It's not quite, I think, where it needs to be. Oh, you know? I feel like it looks fine mm-hmm. in your headphones. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> you should just <laughs> wear I headphones just all, wear the, all headphones. the time. Yeah, every, everywhere I go. Perfect.
0: But I understand, though, because I cut my hair before right. my school as a... Uh, Everyone in my class knows. It's funny because like everyone in our class is like, oh my gosh, your hair is so long. And I realized that they didn't see me before I had really short hair. So of course right. they think it's super long. But yeah. really, like my hair is always really long. I just happened to cut it at the beginning of med school. And
3: so when did you start growing it out again? Uh, as soon as I cut it, basically. Didn't you get it cut, though, for like yeah, a second time? Yeah, but like,
0: yeah, that's true. I don't know, like six months maybe after so I this cut it. So this took three Two, years? A year and a half. <laughs> A, two and a half years i don't know okay yeah 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 my hair goes really fast
3: well I've mine it. doesn't it will it will that's fine it's just hair that's the point of everything yeah yeah it's just hair well anyway yeah should we talk about what we're actually here to talk about
1: yeah Susie, take yes. it away
3: well um so i am a pretty consistent i wouldn't say entirely consistent listener oh as our schedules (laughs) do not allow first time uh long time listener first time caller (laughs) here i am it's Susie from iowa city i enjoy listening to the podcast because i love you ladies and i love talking about ladies um and recently my cousin who also lives in iowa city uh she texted me and she was kind of asking my advice as a hopefully, fingers crossed, soon-to-be OB-GYN, what birth control uh, she should try or what she should talk to her OB-GYN about. Um, And so we got to talking. And I am a huge fan of the hormonal progesterone IUD. (laughs) Whoop, whoop. And um, but I'm also biased because that is my birth control of choice. Um and she was like, I don't know really how I feel about protein. Uh, proteins about hormones. <laughs> I hate. <laughs> Did I mention that I'm nervous? <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing a great job. Proteins. So
0: I literally hate couldn't em. think of the word role models one
3: time. <laughs> so it's fine. Hormones. Um. So she's not a fan of hormones. Mm-hmm. Um. Does she uh, know that she, they course through her
2: body at every moment yeah. of the day?
3: Yes. She does not like the idea of kind of this external or synthetic processed hormones that are different than what her body naturally produces or that have an effect over her body that it sh- it wouldn't have if the medication wasn't there. I get it. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of people are uncomfortable with this idea of hormones and it kind of feeds through into a lot of different parts of health and um, a lot of kind of our food culture is changing in that way where, you know, hormone-free dairy and, um, I don't know, just kind of this external manipulation of things just makes people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Um, and so I was like, all right, that's cool. Then I guess a number of the options are out. And I was talking to her about the copper IUD and trying to make sure that she was fully informed. Um and I told her that some people sometimes have heavy bleeding with it, um, and that it doesn't really necessarily make your period the lighter, but it's super effective. And she didn't like the idea of having heavier bleeding. And so then, you know, I'm just like going down the list. And at that point, I was kind of <laughs> like, I don't have anything for you. <laughs> um, and then it just really got me thinking, like what do we do nothing like that's
0: super reliable right no no no.
3: yeah like because i want someone to so i think what we all love about this field and about treating and supporting women um is that you have the ability to enable women to take control of their fertility and their and you get to empower women and make sure that they're pregnant when they want to be that they can plan their families and that's kind of the most amazing thing and so it's hard recommending um a contraceptive or a type of family planning that isn't going to be super effective and mm-hmm. so that's where i kind of was in this weird place of yep how do you have this conversation um and i'm sure we've all kind of had similar conversations dave right on a daily basis <laughs>
2: sometimes i don't like a heavy flow myself
3: oh <laughs> it's the worst yeah Um, And then more recently, she texted me and she asked me, so what do you know about the fertility awareness method? Hmm. And in parentheses, she said hormone free contraceptive. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. I like it. And um, my first instinct was to say, oh, no, don't do that. Do you want to get pregnant? That's literally (laughs) what I said out loud. And then I was like, well, that's not going to be helpful for her to kind of yeah. come at her with some right. tood. Coming in hot there. Yeah, that's... With some
0: tood, that's a good
1: one.
3: Yeah, like. so that would not have been wise. And so I said, yes, I am familiar with it. I'm not. Instead. Oh, we'll what? get there. We okay. will get there. Okay.
2: Jumping <laughs> jump <in> the gun. <laughs> yeah. Super that's curious right. now. That's
3: right. Um, and I, I said, I, I am aware, I'm familiar with it. Um, it's very similar to what a lot of the Catholic Church, like their teachings are mm-hmm. um, for newlyweds when they are starting to have their families or plan their families. Um, so, do you guys have any uh, initial thoughts? Or, I guess, how would you have handled this? Or would you have done anything different? Like, I don't know.
1: I think that this is one of the harder things we do, or, you know, that. OBGYNs do is counsel patients about what is the best birth control for them just because i think that any like sort of this conversation has to start with a goals conversation right mm-hmm. so which takes time but because yeah. it has to start with hey what's your number one goal and if your number one goal is not to have a baby <laughs> then you need to do something like a long acting reverse you know what i mean right, yeah. yeah if your number one goal is to be hormone free right and like maybe i'm yeah. okay with a baby right then maybe we'll do something else but also have a conversation that say those two don't go hand in hand yeah unless you want to do a copper iud right so i mean and that takes a lot of talking
0: right or permanent contraception or permanent contraception yeah yeah. um so i uh so we do our family medicine rotations here at the university of iowa in small towns in iowa and (laughs) mine one of my attendings does natural family planning like she teaches it like Mm -hmm. she took the official like course at creighton and like had to sign a paper that said she'll never prescribe birth control ever and it's like pretty intense which is like so it's really interesting because like if you want to be like an actual like registered provider you have to do that but you can also like we could audit it but a registered not have provider
3: to, of what they're not of natural family planning of ed- of the education yeah you have to, like oh okay
0: so like because it's like a That's like, like like the patient like patients can like look up and see like who oh, in their area is like a registered pro- yeah so like we can audit the course if you don't want to sign that paper that says you'll never ever do that and you also like can't offer abortion as like an option for or something like that what whatever um anyway so she was like we were talking about it which like i mean she has her own reasons for doing it there's a lot of catholic people where she lives so like it was a service that she wanted to be able to offer to her patients which is totally fair yeah she has a partner who prescribes birth control so it's very easy for her patients to like just switch have like just have a different doctor yeah. for that day and then still see her okay so anyway and it actually like as far as the i say like i think that fertility awareness is a better word for it because it's like i feel like it's better for people like corbin said that aren't trying to prevent pregnancy but are that are trying to time pregnancies or like help be aware of when they're fertile and yeah. like you know potential
3: issues with
0: infertility and stuff like that
3: right but anyway so, yeah So I guess we should kind of explain what that is. Yeah. Um, Appreciate that. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Dave. We're just so excited. Um, So fertility awareness is this idea of, just as it says, being aware of your most fertile points in your cycle. And there are several different ways that your body changes throughout your menstrual cycle, your 28-day cycle, that would help us on the outside of your body to know, when are these days coming? Um, and so part of it, um, there's a couple different like sub-methods that you can use. Um, sometimes women just chart their periods um, and then can backtrack to, what is it, day 14, mm-hmm. um, when ovulation. And then like the next two to three days after that point, those would be their, your most fertile days. Um, and so that's one way um, it's that hopefully um, you would use that in conjunction with some other signs. And so you can monitor the characteristics of your cervical mucus, um, which you have to be comfortable with your body with kind of getting, you know, <laughs> getting down and dirty. Yeah. yeah, you got it you gotta study it you gotta see how yeah
0: this is something i stretchy
3: it is and this is one
0: thing i like don't know and i never ask and i want to so do you have to like get up in there with like your fingers and get it or like do you look at your
3: underwear i don't know how this works i think that it's they just kind of like tell you to i think
0: i think you're
1: supposed to look at it like before you get up in the morning no that's the checking checking your temperature yeah yeah but you're supposed to check it before you get up in the morning but how do you check it like Stick your fingers in there. It's like, okay, that's why I want to know. <laughs> I don't know. Take a no, sample. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> but, like, that's the thing, too, is that a lot of, like, we we can barely in our general society talk about, like, tampons and right. having a period. Yeah. So, a lot of women, like, if this is a good option for them or something that they're more comfortable with, they're not going to be like, so, tell me more about how I check my mucus you know yeah it's something that you like as providers we have to be like okay like this is what you're looking for if this is something that you want to do
2: you could always say this maybe (laughs) i have an idea okay be like look if this doesn't work out and you accidentally have a baby you're gonna get real used to snot anyway (laughs) there's gonna be a lot of mucus in your life so this is your chance to experience that
3: There you go. That is an option. I don't know if that's helpful or not. (laughs) Yeah. Get used to all the bodily fluids.
1: That's right. And I think, I mean, for reference, I think we talked on an early podcast about our cycles and how we think of ovulating from a typical cycle on day 14. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what these people are looking for. Mm -hmm. What happens around that time? Uh, So you
0: avoid, like you wouldn't have sex or you would have like protected sex with like a condom or something during that time. Or you would abstain. Yeah, yeah, I think if you're I think not if fan you're doing of it for a re- yeah
3: right, because yeah. you're probably not a fan of a barrier method. If you're
0: well, not necessarily. Some people just don't want to use a barrier method all the, all time. the time.
3: Right, that's true.
2: Guys, yeah. I have a question though, that's and true. maybe we'll get to this. It, this sounds an awful lot, lot like what we used to call the rhythm method. It,
1: it, it, it is, is. Yep. It okay. Is.
2: Yeah,
1: one and the same, Dave. Mm-hmm. I thought
2: I. I I thought I was going to get some new knowledge, but I just yeah. got a new name. Things to
0: so consider. Think the rhythm method refers more to only the period part of it, and maybe the like fertility awareness refers to like also the mucus and the basal temperature maybe. I don't know. Hmm. But yes, they're pretty much the same thing. Did right. we
1: talk about the basal temperature right No, yet.
0: we have okay. not.
3: So that's kind of another component of this that you could either use in conjunction with charting your periods and knowing kind of the length of your cycle and then checking out your cervical mucus and then this third part um, is taking um, temperatures um, and that, yeah, like Corbin said you take it right in the morning and then you want to be consistent um, and then your temperature settle like doesn't change very much I think when I've looked at um, it's like 0.5 yeah it's like Hmm. The smallest of changes. Yeah. And it's up, right? It goes up. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. have a higher temperature mm-hmm. the days that you are fertile. But not a fever. No.
1: Not a fever. Yeah.
3: Not a fever. And you can get those, like these temperature kits at a pharmacy. Can you just take your temperature with like a thermometer? Probably. Yeah. I thought that you, Isn't... can't you like also take your... uh. I thought there's, like, another... Maybe I'm thinking of REI, something in REI. But, yes.
0: Because if you had to, like, buy extra crap... Well, I mean, for you no, can get, like, an ovulation answer.
1: predictor kit. Yeah, which that's would, what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Which tests your urine LH. Right, which, right. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, yes. That's for, the, like, the opposite thing. Yes. You don't that want also that. be if Well, I
1: mean, you technically could use it for... <laughs> right. That's, but it would just be very expensive. So, yeah, what you you we're talking about every is... Every month. For women trying to get pregnant, they can use ovulation predictor kits, which are basically like pregnancy tests, but ovulation predictor kits and they test a certain hormone in your urine which surges and causes sorry, and causes um oh. causes <laughs> uh ovulation. So it's looking for that hormone uh and but it, they're really expensive. And so uh yeah i think it sometimes would have, uh, so that'd be like 12 yeah, a year it would be like 12 a year it. yeah oh really <laughs> yeah Interesting. Yeah.
3: yeah so i mean at least at UIHC, employees of UIHC, it's on their mm-hmm. flex spending right that makes um, sense for less... women who you know are
1: yeah. you know we need to know if they're ovulating or not right um but also sperm lasts in the uterus for like up to five days right that can was three, live? but yeah, that was probably. three, two. But, oh, okay. So, you, well, but I think you there there might have like be a three-day. Three, there could right. be a
3: strong one. There
1: could be like a three-day
0: fertile. <laughs> one, the little
1: sperm like, that could, yeah.
3: and maybe you know someone's vaginal flora is out of whack, and then the sperm is like, oh yeah, baby, I'm living <laughs> I'm here, for, live here five for five days. days. <laughs>
1: You're uh, not yeah. getting rid of me. And then, <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> I think ovulate or fertilization can happen <laughs> up to like 24 hours after ovulation, maybe. 24 to 48 hours. Longer, yeah, I think. I think. Well, it, it takes six days for the egg to travel down.
0: Yeah, but I think right. after that, fertilization, I think
3: like a two to three day
1: Yeah, window. that's what I thought too. Okay,
3: and that's why they're like, "All right, if that's you're- fine.
1: We'll go with that." <laughs> Carvin, i don't know
3: i feel like the
0: more you time are you tell your patients <laughs> i feel like the more time you tell your patients the less yeah you chance can just you say have. like I was seven thinking,
1: to ten days i was thinking weird.
0: 24 to 48 yeah. hours but yeah i think
3: we're all in the right ballpark
0: i well 48 hours is two days so i mean two yeah days is so approximately like, I, would I would just, just add say another day on there. i would three three say five to seven three <laughs> hours i mean three, <laughs> hours, I
1: mean, three howard, and three. then you're good. <laughs>
3: I
0: would just tell and if you
1: you do it in a hot tub, you're really fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I would just tell my patients that That they can get pregnant anytime in a 28 day cycle, so they should just always (laughs) use contraception if they don't want to
1: become pregnant. Stranger things have happened, though. Okay, and and that's another thing. People don't always. I mean these these aren't perfect. Like we don't. I mean that's the thing. We don't always know. I mean, and a person can have regular cycles, but they can have one weird cycle and ovulate at a weird time. And then all of a sudden, guess what? You're pregnant. Right.
3: And you can start working out more. You can lose a bunch of weight or gain weight. Like there's a lot of outside factors that also contribute to the consistency of your cycles. So
0: yeah, nothing's 100%. I had a patient the other day that had a tubal and got pregnant. Oh my Lord.
3: Oh, no. I was like, oh, sorry. That's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Those are so, that's like the yeah. tube that could. Yeah, know? exactly. Right? Isn't that that children's book? The little train <laughs> that The little, the little I, that,
1: I always just, this is not my professional advice, but this is something I think of. It just, you know, you always hear stories of people's being like a doctor told me i could never get pregnant and i'm like you need to not listen to those doctors yeah. because to also, me that's unless you know what the
0: doctor said right, right
1: unless you don't have a uterus yeah or ovaries
2: like
0: even then i feel like you could still, okay ovaries you could still get an <laughs> abdominal pregnancy true that but how uh, would the sperm get in there? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh okay. God. That is the weirdest. That is the weirdest situation. <laughs> Stranger things have
1: happened. Okay. I would like to see the case report on a vag dehisc that, um, that led, led to sperm. a pregnancy. Sperms are
3: tiny,
0: and I
1: feel like that there is definitely I just don't,
0: that don't think true. that. I don't know, I man. Would, that would be That would be quite unusual. So are you
3: going to counsel your patients who have had hysterectomies that they use condoms use the barrier method or oh, no. <laughs> i think that that chance is low enough that it's not worth
0: it well
1: actually if they have a new partner they could use condoms because yeah they should use condoms oh, because yes. of, because really of stis that. but Even, that's don't not for pregnancy service. concerns right. yeah.
0: yeah um oh, man. But yes so
1: we got off track. We really did. Hey,
0: but okay. It's like what we you, do. if you're like missing one, like your right ovary and your left tube, you can still get pregnant. Yes, you can. From your left ovary and your right to tube. To your right, yeah, I know. We're talking Wilds. no
1: ovaries, no uterus, people. Yeah. Not just one or the other. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we want them gone. Oh Lordy. <laughs> but. Not too early. Don't yeah. remember those
1: oh, ovaries yeah. before you. I'm
3: just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> no, we like them. We love them. I know. Them. We yeah.
3: do. We love all the organs, mm-hmm. but mainly nope. the uterus, Mainly ovaries. <laughs> the tubes. The tubes. Tubes are tu- great. Tubes man tubes are so cute. Yeah, they're yeah, little. They're very fingers velvety. Mm-hmm. Velvety. Yeah, have,
0: oh. ha- haven't you
3: seen them? They're like, yeah, kinda, but they look like velvet. Mm, I didn't get a velvet vibe. Mm. Just a no, shiny visceral vibe. vibe. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much more of it. like a like a flaccid tubal sort of vibe. More like it, but like the ope, like the f- like the like a pink <laughs> slimy thing. But like the opening looks velvety. I. Uh, you know what? I will need to. I want to feel one with my bare hands. Nope, oh, not doing that okay. ever. Oh, I would recommend too far. unless it's that's yours. The line just past it. <laughs> unless it's yours,
0: even then. Can I get up in there? <laughs> Um But that would take I'm a always, lot of time. Like, I, I would think. am well, Corvin said earlier she'd come an IUD in herself. So let's <laughs> talk about
1: that for a second. <laughs> that's <true>. uh, Corbs <laughs> Well, okay. Background. I want to get an IUD, Corbin but they're is like making advanced me advanced
3: at yoga. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's the necessary. They're background. making me
1: come in for two visits. I'm like, I already counseled myself right. about my we birth just... control options. Why are they making you come in for two visits? That's not what
3: they're supposed to do here.
1: It's a student yeah. health, not at the university. Um, yeah.
3: Um. I
0: well, I also need. I need a pap smear, and I was Bummer. talking to my mom about this. And she, my mom goes, "Can't carbon do it?"
3: <laughs> and the answer like, is yes, yes, I can. Yes. Yeah, but you can't like
0: order the test at the university, <laughs> unfortunately.
1: What yeah. useless! I would
0: have to come see a clinic that you were in. So
1: useless. I, know. I do it for free. I know, but <laughs> 99 pap smears. <laughs> we're you
2: gonna, know what? When they do it, we to get
1: a bus, <laughs> drive around.
2: Maybe maybe we'll delete this, but but I have to go. I have to, like you, so I am a Kickstarter backer of a something called a foldoscope, uh, mm. which is a tiny microscope that's made of paper and a little lens. And, oh yeah. And, and nice. uh, I'm looking forward to getting my foldoscope in the mail at some point soon. <gasps> but you couldn't you do like it? the pap? Yeah, couldn't you do the pap smear and then use the foldoscope to look at it?
1: Yeah. I think the hardest part of doing a pap smear on mm. yourself is uh, would be placing the speculum. I think
2: well, you're yeah. gonna do Finding it in
1: your
0: cervix. Yeah. Well, actually, because yeah, yeah. you can yeah,
1: reverse that. speculum, actually,
2: right? But you're gonna do it for Katie. This is not. But all your yeah, hold it. Oh, yeah, you could do it
1: up. But like, yeah, hold up, you,
3: How do you like know when your cervix is in sight? You have a mirror. Yeah, mirror? you'd have to. You have to have a mirror to get the pap. No, too. I know, but I just can't. Like even then, you'd have to have an up close mirror. You know what? You'd have to have... Just see your local (laughs) (laughs) obstetrician gynecologist. I'm
1: just going to go to student health, guys. (laughs) And just get my pap smear and my IUD on two separate days for some unknown reason. Can you just make an appointment like one hour apart? Yeah. I asked him. I was like, well, what's the quickest I can do this? Well, that's two. I mean, I could have had one speculum exam, but instead I have to have two. Right. Yeah. Which is stupid. I wonder what the...
0: Anyway, Insurance. I don't know.
1: Prob- well, no. But it's why no. we it, can do it here.
0: It?
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm. Like if a patient comes in and uh. says they want to huge
1: barrier for contraception,
0: for me. we can put in an IUD the same time.
1: If I wasn't extremely motivated.
0: <laughs> right?
1: Because I mean you, you should, should go, tell go, them yeah, that.
0: You
3: should. Yeah. It's important. Oh man. Okay. But just to kind of.
2: <laughs> Let's bring it back.
3: Wrap up. I just wanted to make sure just with the fertility awareness thing. Um. I was thought I was getting some No, I just death make weird faces all the time from Katie, but I wasn't. fine. Nope. This is fine. your face. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Um so there's a lot of different components. I think some women get really good at one of them and they get into a good flow and a, they're just jiving and it works well. Um but when they've looked at like all uh, at a larger group of women who are utilizing this fertility awareness method and all of those that kind of fall underneath it, the effectiveness is only 65 to 75%. And so out of a 100 women who are using these methods, 25 and up or 25 or more of them will still get pregnant.
1: In one year. In one yes. year, yeah.
3: And so it's just... Like Corbin was saying, it's important to kind of know what your your primary goal is. If having a baby is not that big of a deal, then, and you are not comfortable with hormones, you're not comfortable with something implanted into your uterus or in your arm, then I would say that it's probably worth something to try. But if getting pregnant is not okay for you, it's not something that you want um you know it's just not in the cards for you at that moment in time you have to go into it knowing that there's a 25 percent chance that you could become pregnant yeah and so it's you just Mm -hmm. have to have that discussion with yourself and that's kind of what i told my cousin was that you know i can't tell her what the best thing is for her because No one knows except ourselves what we're going to be the best at, what we have time for, what we're comfortable with. But what we do know is that it's when you compare it to the other methods that we have, it's not super effective. Right. Right.
1: And you have to think about, too, like is so with this fertility awareness, it may or may not involve a lifestyle change for you. Right. And so you have to be wonder if you're ask yourself if you're okay with that lifestyle change because either you're going to have to at times abstain from sex or use condoms i mean that's a discussion that you have to have otherwise it you know it won't work i'd also like to point
0: out that we are the most horny during ovulation Mm. just put that out there
3: that's could be problematic as well hashtag evolution yeah exactly the worst (laughs) uh (laughs) It's not even real. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, I was actually
0: with Carver. Earth is
1: 6,000 years <laughs> old.
0: When you guys were saying that, I was actually going to make a comment that uh, not to sound like a GOP senator, but you could also just not have sex. Abstinence. So. Mm-hmm.
1: 100% effective. Nope. We don't advocate 99. that. Kind
0: of 99.
1: <laughs> we don't advocate that. No. I was kind of joking. I mean, is, unless
0: you don't want to, then you should definitely yeah. not do it.
1: I was kind of joke that, like, when I hear of married couples being like we're going to use condoms. I'm like, "Okay, let's talk about your real birth control plan." <laughs>
0: yeah, my my old Lows. doctor, my old doctor
3: called that condoms in a prayer. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. wells. <laughs> wells. Wells, wells, wells. <laughs> I think that this just means that we need to be working harder on male yeah, birth control.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Because I mean, there are some women who really can't be on hormones. Yeah, for yeah. sure.
3: And yeah. we know that, and we we should probably, you know, we acknowledge that as people who are in the medical field. And we know that there are definite contraindications or things that are in people's medical history that make it so that we cannot prescribe certain birth controls. And that's important too, when you're having this sort of conversation with your provider is to make sure that they know your entire medical history Mm
2: -hmm. and
3: making sure that you are being heard and you feel comfortable that they know, you know, about you before you get any sort of prescription so that's be your own advocate which i
0: think we should do an episode on this but like um over-the-counter birth control this is that would be my argument to that is that there are reasons why you should not take certain kinds of birth control and so that's my argument against over-the-counter birth control even though i do agree that it would like increase access and stuff but i don't know
1: Well, like, for instance, I mean, a very common one that is known to many OB-GYNs that I don't think is known to most of the population is that there is a contraindication to estrogen, taking estrogen if you have migraines with aura. Yeah. Right. And that's pretty common. It's really common. I don't think a lot of people know that. Especially in younger women. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's super concerning because you can have a stroke. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And knowing
3: your family history, too, if someone, you know, your mother, your sister... Someone's had a blood clot. Right.
1: Yeah. And and it's like, who's going to counsel people on
0: that? Yeah. Yeah, Exactly.
3: And if you don't know, you don't know. Right. And that's our job.
0: If you don't know, now you know. (laughs) We love it. (laughs) Hamilton. (laughs) Anyway. Well. Um, But we'll talk about that in another episode, maybe. Yeah. Clots? No. over-the-counter birth control. Oh, Oh, yeah. (sighs) Pay attention to what I say, Corbett. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) It's been a long day. I know. Me too. Um... Can I guess? Can I do my recurring segment? Yeah. Okay, we're <laughs> doing. We're, we're done with this. Okay, I'm gonna try and guess your we're favorite color. We're done with this. We're done with this. It's my. <laughs> we're turn moving now. on. Okay. Okay, you got a favorite color in your mind? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. I feel like we should like I feel some science coming here. It's I feel like we should stipulate that it's no. My favorite color is not red. Shut up, Corbin. <laughs> Um, that has to be like Is in that the your cart- red backpack over
1: there. Yeah. Am I, I red know, right? Model, in my red, red, red wallet. Bro-
0: and my red purse. Is there red on red your luggage. Right I'm just yeah. saying
1: if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's a duck. Okay. It's
3: <laughs> a mouse. Uh,
0: anyway. Okay. It has to be in like the Crayola like eight box. Like okay. G. bib plus gray, black, and white.
3: Okay. Yeah. So, so just like your standard. Yeah. Just
0: like your standard like.
3: Orange, fourth okay. grade, learning here no, we go, you know, fourth whatever, grade. Yeah. garden you learn, learning your know. colors. I, <laughs> I was a slow learner. <laughs> All
0: right, anywho, it is. <gasps> I'm trying not to let the color oh,
3: of your God. shirt influence me because it's green. I'm wearing nothing, uh, yellow. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so close. Oh, I it? was between orange and yellow, bah. and I, I ended on orange. I like bright happy
1: yeah, sun that's what I thought. That's all colors, colors. yes yeah, good right. work good nice. work
2: me too but that's because i'm colorblind oh
1: um, <laughs> mm, that's a bummer the yeah. only ones he can see color deficient mm. color deficient linked, right men mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, man. men
3: man. Man. <laughs> sorry you can have that okay yeah we got, we got <laughs> enough to deal with over here
1: well amen. friends hey um this has been lovely
0: yeah, is there anything else you... Do you want to plug anything? This is oh, what people I, oh. on podcasts that
3: I listen to, that's what they always ask their guests. So, <laughs> yeah. well... Um, follow me I at <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything like that, but I have recently discovered this really awesome website. It's called mm-hmm. bedsider.org. I believe it is org. Let me confirm. It is. It's org. So that's bed, like, you know, the one that you sleep on. Cider. Like a, uh, like beside the bed. Yes, <laughs> like bedside
0: manner. If you will. I don't know.
3: Yes, but. not <laughs> cider like that you drink. No, exactly. Not like House. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it could it's really. Make <laughs> Would you Make like to bed bed cider? Cider? Bed cider. cider. that? Ooh. I'm gonna create a cider and that's it's a new craze.
2: Be I squeeze it through a pillow filled with mites. It's,
3: it's like, like nice toilet. Wine. Wine. <laughs> like toilet wine. Oh guys, okay. So you are you're tainting bed cider. So, bedsider. <laughs> so bedsider.org is a great website. Um, we'll link to it in the description. Yeah. Yes. It'll and the show notes. If you are considering changing your birth control or you want to learn more about birth control hear from people who have tried all the different types of birth control uh this is a great website because it compares everything um and it's just really user-friendly there's some nice pretty colors and charts which i'm a big fan of personally um so i'd like to put it in a plug for that it's a great resource that's awesome yeah nice straight up cool awesome well great
0: That's been Susie. She's awesome. Thank you for coming. Sorry, it was
3: terrible. No, you you were awesome. awesome. Um,
0: And maybe we'll
2: have you back on next week's show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. maybe.
3: Foreshadowing. (laughs)
0: Um. Yeah. So follow us. Thank you for teaching us about natural family planning and fertility awareness. awareness. Yeah.
1: Yes. Okay. So we're gonna do the thing. Um, Follow us on Instagram at. Something the Vagabonds Pod. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter it's at, at the Vagabonds Pod.
2: We're thirteen episodes in, everybody.
1: Nope, never gonna learn it. At the Vagabonds. Vagabonds. Vag- There's pod? a Facebook. Facebook the Vagabonds Podcast.
0: But podcast. um, my goal for this week is to make a Facebook group. Ooh, that's a good goal. Oh, I also have another goal. Okay, what if so? I have an IUD. Everybody knows that now. Okay, so <laughs> I p- potentially still ovulate. So what if I for the next month? Did Ooh. my basal body temperature every morning Ooh. and then reported back my results. Do
3: you think it'll change though on an IUD? That's what I don't think because I should I still ovulate. So. Well, yeah,
1: I could do mine too. Yeah, but
3: you
0: because I'm take, off
1: my birth oh, control. yeah, right now. I will test, test my test. <laughs> cervical mucus.
3: <laughs> for you guys okay <laughs> just yes. kidding
1: yes <laughs> susie checks her cervical mucus katie mine's like
3: the best <laughs> temperature slash <most> invasive. <laughs> and then carbon just like make beautiful charts of your cycle please. okay perfect and if you could I you were also gonna say make do... beautiful babies i was like no. <laughs> yeah. i'm not I, doing i, that, I was like, gonna assign plan. the ovulation predictor kit to you oh yeah how, how much how i want to do, do this cost? I actually am kind of curious. I thought that curious. they were like 20-something dollars. Like, obviously, that's oh, not... Oh, that's per, not that bad. It's not super accessible if to you everyone. do it once. Yeah, yeah. but I don't except, know. I
1: didn't think that it was terrible. Except I think I might be ovulating like either today or tomorrow. Oh. So It looks like you can spend... Useless. A lot, like a lot.
2: Sev- between 17 and 36 On Amazon? Bucks.
1: Yeah, you should definitely
0: spend like 17. at yeah. least amount Maybe possible. I'll go They're to Walgreens and get one tonight. It's and
1: just
2: see.
0: interesting, right? Yeah. I
1: don't
2: know or you can get them on eBay for $5. Oh,
3: <laughs> hopefully they're not used.
2: <laughs> <God>.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I guess I shouldn't say that I'm sure eBay's a great website and they wouldn't do that. You never know. Sorry, eBay. People are
0: people are weird. I know,
3: but it's hopefully really eBay it's, it's being monitored like and thing. eBay's like, "Yo, don't sell your used ovulation predictor kits here.
0: What if it's like a what famous if baby like weird fe- babies? Uh, what if it's someone weird fetish? Well, then that's fetish. okay.
2: Uh, oh, is well, it you okay know what? That's to okay
0: to invade <laughs> celebrities' privacy, if, Susie. If Beyonce
3: <laughs> posted them if yeah. she gave okay, well, her that's consent true. that's true
0: that's true then that's true that's
3: true you do you bae okay well all we right. need to wrap this up
0: cuz <laughs> it's getting weird real fast even weirder than usual okay that's weird. so we already talked about instagram twitter facebook we talked about oh, yes, all sorry. the most important thing is to just subscribe to subscribe to us <laughs> and then you'll get our little podcast in your news feed every week and then you can listen to our beautiful voices and you can rate us and rate us give us five stars i don't want any of that like four, four star stars. shit like no. Whoa. no, give us five nope guys nice. no the way the thing works you no. only go up if you get five stars so oh, okay sorry then yes. you can write the shittiest comment you want you just there have to you give go. us five stars
3: yes yeah perfect
0: <laughs> kind of like on evals on rotations you just like give us fives and then you can write whatever you want about me i don't care <laughs> okay bye Love. all right bye bye thanks guys